Reach for the sky, boys. Bonus content from your boys at Look at the Adjective. We are here to do uh, Ring of Honor's Death Before Dishonor. And quite frankly, I agree with Dax. I would I choose Death. I'm here with the big <laughs> size man, Mark Crowther. I'm the big man, John Mark. How are you doing, mate? Uh, not too bad. It's been a bit of hiatus, but uh, back amongst it with a little cheeky bonus episode. Uh, looking forward to it, especially for the uh, the main event that we watched anyway. Oh, no, I know. I can't, I can't wait to get into that. I mean, audio difficulties notwithstanding, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> still still going strong though <laughs> yeah we uh we're down but we're not out honestly we're, we're in the gutter but we're always looking at the stars so are we gonna uh, are we gonna get straight into it because there's no cretinous behavior to speak of right now we'll save that for a uh, main show um so yeah, we open... get straight into it where where was it from lowell massachusetts i, I think it, yeah, it was a fucking shit show of a crowd, though. Just to just to just to start off, <laughs> <laughs> really was. <laughs> it, it, it freaked me out a little bit because I've I've never seen a Ring of Honor show set out in that sort of manner because it's usually yeah. like dark and like black drapes around and really usually was better, about... would it? To be fair, yeah, but I don't know if that if I liked it. I like I liked the Ring of Honor because it was more like you dingy. Mm. Shit old show kind of thing. I don't, I don't know. But you, you got to expect Khan to uh, throw some money at it, I guess. Yeah. Um, Were a fan of the crowd then, though. I just thought they were dead flat uh, until the main event, and that's a credit to the guys in the main event. But everyone was there for that. Though. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. But you know, it was a bit of a flat crowd for the, the entire night, obviously. But um, we started off with the um, Ring of Honor World Championship, uh, the very recently <laughs> debuted Claudio Castagnoli against um, my little brother, Jonathan Gresham. No. <laughs> Sleepy, no, don't uh... be grumpy. Started. I, I wasn't. I wasn't actually expecting this to be the main event for some reason. I didn't. I, for some reason, I thought FTR was still going to get shoved on first or something. But um, I was actually pleasantly surprised. <laughs> um, I mean, you I've no. You I've can't. Made no, you can't yeah. That had to be main event or nothing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. I mean, I've made. I've made no secret to you privately. I'm not a huge fan of this Gresham character. Um, yeah. Especially. Uh, <laughs> especially afterwards. This anyway. Uh, but Claudio debuted what month ago at the pay per view. He's been on a bit of a hot streak since. Sort of came out of nowhere this match, really. Though I mean, I think it was just all, just basically just to just give it to someone, give it to someone else. Uh, Claudio. Claudio, he obviously does have that lineage with Ring of Honor as well, though. To be fair, so it's it's not just completely random. Um, he was more a tag guy in Ring of Honor, though, to be fair, um, with Chris Hero. Yeah, but he, he was there a while, wasn't he? He was there oh, quite yeah. a few years. So he's got he's got that history with the company, so it's not like it's completely random. Uh, what do you reckon to this uh, one-on-one contest? Well, as you know, I'm a, I'm a fan of Claudio Castagnoli, or as I like to call him, better-looking aid in English. And, um... <laughs> Much better. <laughs> 
Much better looking. <laughs> Sexy and he doesn't English. get fucked out of money by the uh, AOP. AOP, <laughs> hey, Christ. Um, I I thought it was decent enough. Uh, I thought there was some some really nice mat work and grappling stuff. I think Jonathan Gresham is very, 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 very good technically. Like he's 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 a technical standout, but the visual is the issue. I mean, he's got a good body on him, but the fact that he's Claudio Castagnoli is he's, he's five foot four apparently, build at five nine, but um, Claudio Castagnoli is like literally a foot and a bit taller on him, and it looks. It just looked like it was an odd visual. I couldn't, I couldn't get into it because of that though. It really took me out of it. That that was the issue I had with it, and it just looked like a year eleven levering a year seven. Do you know what I mean? It was. <laughs> yeah. it, it's just, it just like the cocky, the cocky, you know, year seven who who can fight a bit, but he's picked, he's picked on the big boy, and he's yeah, he's going to get his ass handed to him. Um, hmm. It was, it was, it was all right, and I thought the finish was, finish was a bit week it sort of took a bit too long to get there but you know i think the right guy won obviously um yeah according to jonathan gresham the wrong guy won but <laughs> yeah i mean I, i'm a bit like you i mean i like i'm not a, to be fair when we when we mentioned him a few weeks ago when he debuted i'm not a huge fan of cesario claudio whatever, you know whatever you want to call him but He's a fucking, he's a much bigger, better looking athlete compared to this this other guy to me. Um, and to be fair, you are right, Gresham. He, he does have technical ability, and he, you know, but it's just that it's just that strange visual. It's it's like it's a bit like a couple of months ago when we watched that Samoa Joe and Adam Cole match. You know, yeah, you know Adam Cole's good, but the visual of it is just. Just doesn't look right. It just looks odd. It looks like he sh- he should be get he shouldn't be in there with him. He should be getting battered in, in a few minutes. Um, and I know it, many I, that could get away with that though. Not really. Mysterio and Malenko are probably the only two. Yeah, and uh, the thing is with them with Mysterio in particular, he was he sort of he was portrayed as the the underdog there, wasn't he? Whereas this Gresham character, he wants to be like the best wrestler in the world and all this. It just doesn't, it's not, for me, like, he, he's never going to get over as in a top company. For me. No, not for me either. And if you're going to be the best wrestler in, in the world, you need to wait till at least Danielson's retired. Will Sabre's retired. Uh, not Will Sabre, uh, Zach Sabre's retired. Um, you know, if you're going to go down that road, you, 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 you're sort of pissing against the wind, aren't you? If, you, if you're going to up against well, Danielson. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but he seems to uh, have been a bit miffed because because he, <laughs> he got asked to drop the belt and he's asked for his release because uh, I'm assuming it's because he got asked to drop the belt. But you know, it's not like it's not like it's you know the Rock being asked to drop the belt at a, at a last minute notice, is it? It's, it's, no, it's Jonathan Gresham. He's obviously got an overinflated sort of ego. With this, I mean, it's not like he's held the belt for. I think he's. I think someone said he'd held the belt for over three hundred days. It's not like he's fucking dropped it after a week or something. I mean, he's held it for a lengthy time. And exactly. Yeah. 
What's, I mean, what's he want? He's not Bruno. He's going to want to run for eight years or something with it. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I, I think he's got this sort of... I mean, fair play to the guy. He's got a confidence and ability. And, and like I say, he does have a lot of good qualities. But, you know, Claudio Castagnoli is in, just massively a bigger star. There's, there's no no two ways about it, you know. Oh, you're right. Like I say, I'm not a massive fan of Claudio, but fuck me, like when you look at them both, you, you look at one guy and you think there's there's a, a serious ass kicker, and then there's a little a little guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean I don't mean to, I don't mean to like slag him off, but I'm taller than him and I'm not tall at all. Do you know what I mean? No. <laughs> it's, it's, it... It just it just had a pantomime vibe to me, and I'm just like, yeah, that's that's the only thing with it. And I, and I know it's I know it's a bloody, it's a, it's not real, it's choreographed, whatever you want to call it. But you've got to have some semblance of realism to it for me. Otherwise, 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 there's no point. I'm not going to watch it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't that bad. But again, it's just one of them things where the wrestlers just wrestlers seem to get smaller and smaller now, don't they? I mean, I, I know. I know there's not like the sort of clamour for the body guys and stuff like that anymore, but, but he's I mean? got he's got the body. It's like the cold. The issue we have with Adam Cole is he's short, but he's like weedy. You know, he's dead skinny. Yeah. Whereas like at least Gresham, yeah, at least Gresham's like a hench motherfucker. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he does have like Taz vibes, but Taz looked like an ass kicker for me. Taz wasn't ripped though; he was just wide as fuck, wasn't he? Like him and yeah. Rhino were like sort of stout, stocky, big dudes. Like they looked they, big. They, they made aura. they made that smaller look work though with that sort of wide frame. Yeah, it's the way they carried themselves as well. Like they had that aura about them. Like you saw Taz coming down, looking like as wide as a fucking house with a ripped towel on his head. You thought, oh shit, yeah, this is gonna get nasty. Yeah, and Rhino as well. And Gresham comes down with uh, an octopus on his head. Well, he, didn't, he, didn't even, he didn't even come down in full gimmick, did he? <laughs> yeah, whenever I've seen him before, is he always has a bloody octopus on his head. Yeah, he looks like <laughs> a guy from Pirates of the Caribbean, doesn't he? With just, like the tentacles. And, you know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Ring of Honor World Six Man Tag Title. This got lobbed on last minute. I think I didn't yes. really have much interest in it, and I don't think you did either. Oh, I do uh, like Dalton Castle. Like, I always liked him when back in the day when he was on, and he had like a, he had a nice feud with Silas Young um, on Ring of Honor TV. But six months of the shit, and I just, yeah. I just thought we're all, we're, we're all, everyone was there for one match and one match. It was like a boxing card. I heard someone say it was like a boxing card. I can't remember who said it, but uh, it might have been Brian Last. But um, it was like you know you've got you you got your main event, and you've got filler. To a degree, yeah. But this, a lot of it wasn't filler. It was, there was names on it, but no one was asked. You know what I yeah, mean? it was all about the main event, wasn't it? Hundred percent. You could have got away. You could have got away with two two undercard matches and just the main event, and you'd have had a nice hour and a half show or whatever. That's it. And no one would have complained. So, uh, well, yeah. So a few lot probably would because they've got to have twenty minutes for everything, haven't they? So. Uh, so Dalton Castle and the boys I don't really know who they are they beat the Righteous again not massively familiar with them um, I didn't really care about that <laughs> um, 
Next up was uh, an interesting matchup. Wheelie Uter, who I'm quite getting into him a bit these days. Um, I, I quite like him since they've stuck him with with the combat club. Um, and then it was against um, the personality vacuum <laughs> uh, that is Daniel Garcia in a, in a pure wrestling match, which I completely forgot that they had these matches. I completely and forgot the, the rules to him. And they had... When the road breaks and everything. And... Yeah. I mean, it's been a long time since I've actually watched a full Ring of Honor card and I completely forgot about this this sort of thing they had. I think it's quite cool that they it do is. it, though. It's an interesting, different take, um, which I quite like. Because, you know, you get bored of saying the same old shit, same, same old one-on-one match all the time. Um, what did you reckon to this match um, and what do you reckon to that sort of still keeping that sort of pure rules match alive well, I love the pure rules match I think it's I think it's a great idea it's somewhat different you know you don't get it in any other promotion or any other promotion with name them out of it on some nondescript fucking indie show somewhere yeah. but um, I, 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 I'm warming to you just like you are um, I think it helps that he's got some a bit of gravitas behind him because like sort of handpicked by Regal is the gimmick and you know Danielson's yeah. gonna be with him. Daniel Garcia. Right. Um everything tells me that I should hate this guy. Yeah. Um PWG idiot. He's lumped in with Jericho. But me and you were saying a couple of weeks ago that you know I don't I don't remember seeing him in a one on one. No, and, and he's always in like six months or you know shitty fucking Jericho bullshit. Matches, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I thought right, I'm going to go into this with an open mind and see what the guys like. He cuts a promo beforehand, and without the flipping two gimps, the one who comes there with a flick knife and uh, the yes boys, that guy, <laughs> and Jericho knobbing around with a firebomb, I thought he cut an all right promo. And I think if he found himself a bit who he is, I think he could be quite a decent heel because he's got that arrogance. Do you know what I mean? And if he, if you want lumped with yeah. shit like Jericho, I think he could be all right. I don't think he's anywhere near the level the that prodigy that they're saying. Yeah, they pushing him. I think I think you is better than him personally, mm. even though his voice sounds like a twelve-year-old girl, but. He's very whiny. Did you hear the, uh, the aftermath on the the, the, scru- the media scrum on scrum or whatever? It's yeah, called? bits and pieces of it. Yeah, he needs to work on his promo and stuff like that, doesn't he? And his mic work. Um, there was some nice grappling. Um, he started working the ear, and that was interesting. I really like that. And uh, Regal was just superb on comms. And anytime you get Regal's, ah, oh, he's brilliant on comms, and he's like explaining everything, and it's just. And he doesn't. He's not biased against you, or he's like like Daniel Garcia. But I don't want him in my group because I want us to have a decent opponent and all this. And he's like, yeah. And he says, makes sense. It it's understandable. Everyone, there's no like niche psychology and stories from like four years ago in some. You know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's just it's just straight Vegas. to the point, isn't he? Yeah. Um, Coleman and Rickabonny are great as well, obviously. Um. Power driver for two, nah. You know, you know how my feelings on them. Um, these days, isn't it? Some absolutely yawny pin trades are a bit, bit lame. Um, 
I like the, I like when uh, Garcia put the regal stretch on him as like a as like a wind try nice to wind uh, trying him up and then Yuta uh, puts the old uh, lion tamer on it as uh, winding him up with his with his mentor's mo- uh, move. Um, there's a first, Garcia gets the first rope break, which they made a massive deal of because you know he's he's the first one to say oh, I can't act that, and then an absolutely superb pin by Yuta for three. I thought the pin was great. Yeah. He's good at those little sort of pinning, pinning combinations. I mean, yes, he does them quite a bit. Crucifix. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was all right, to be fair. like Nothing amazing, but like solid six out of ten or something like that. Just decent across the way. Two youngish, two young talents. You are sorry? Get you a goal. Set pieces. <laughs> get you a goal. <laughs> get, you a, get you a raw break. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, as I say, I, I like you. Uh, Garcia, like you said, he's one of them where it's like, what I've seen, I've not really liked so far, but stick him in a one-on-one match. He seems like he does all right. I mean, I'm, I watched the match with Danielson from Dynamite the other night, which was a bit confusing, but... I haven't seen match. it. I haven't seen it, so. <laughs> I mean, I, the thing is, he'll only get better. I think he's still quite young. I mean, I, I'd just like to see him away from Jericho. I think Jericho sort of... is sort of really... I don't know, it just top, seems to drag everyone down six. for me. It's yeah. Funny, it really is. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that was a decent match. Yuta retains the title. Right decision for me. They've pretty much only just given that belt, so let's have him have a decent run with it. Um, and then it was billed as like the brother versus brother match. I mean, I've never really even heard of these two, to be honest. Who, Rush? I've, I've, I've uh, heard of Roosh, as he's called. It's, it's um, Rush. I'm sorry, it's Rush. <laughs> Ian Rush. Um, yeah. uh, against Dragon Lee. Not familiar. I've heard of Dragon Lee. He was in the Cruiserweight Classic, but I'm, I'm not familiar with his work. No. Other um, than whatever I saw on that that thing. I I didn't really get into this match. I found it was a bit of it was one of them slappy slappy matches where it was just like you hit me, I'll hit you. It was just a bit, shit. Yeah, yeah. It didn't really do out for me. They were really pushing this Roosh as like a, a real threat, and they were saying he'd won like ten straight matches across all the promotions he's been in, and all this is like news to me because I've only seen him once. Um, yeah. I mean, and then on the back of this, he got a world title match apparently. So, oh great. So, you know, well, there's Moxley beat... just putting like getting a win easy, no problem. Well, he's got to get the wins in before Punk comes back, hasn't he? <laughs> got to give him a few defenses. Uh, so he beat him, he beat Dragon Lee's brother, apparently. I don't even know if they're actually brothers, but I couldn't give know. a fuck to be yeah, fair. <laughs> I <couldn't either. laughs> uh, and then we got sort of a trio of, I mean, two. Ish decent ish matches and then obviously an absolute instant classic that we'll get to. But next up it was uh, Mercedes Martinez, who I quite like to be fair. I, I think she's all right. And then obviously love a bit of Serena Deeb um, for the women's world title, the Ring of Honor women's world title. Um, what do you reckon? Any good? Um, as you'd expect, super mat work, limb work. Uh, old Serena knocks out an arm drag 7.2 on the steamboat not bad um, 
I love I love when she sort of drives the knee into the jaw when she's doing like certain moves and stuff like it's a bit it's very regal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, she's got a nasty streak, hasn't she? That she loves like, yeah. to throw in there. I do like that. Um yeah, they had a twenty they've got a twenty count in Ring of Honor, I forgot about that, like Japan. Yeah. <laughs> it all it all looks a struggle, you see, with these two. And I mean it, it did with Rosa as well. Um I can just, I think Serena Deeb's just one of them people, sadly, who is always the bridesmaid, never the bride, because she's the best yeah. technical wrestler, female wrestler they've got. She'll be the she's one who's gonna get, the get best everybody everyone. over. Yeah, exactly. So I don't think she'll ever win the belt, sadly. Um there's a spear on the apron. Yeah. Not for me, really. Um, there's a nice dragon, uh, dragon sleeper neck breaker by Deeb. Um, there's a nice spot in the corner, like he was, she was trying to German Deeb, but then put a dragon sleeper on. It was quite, but she couldn't shift her. Um, yeah, it was, it was quite a nice spot. Um, the way, the way she puts Serena Deeb puts an abdominal stretch on, and she was cranking the neck as she had her in an abdominal stretch. It was fucking great and then putting the points of the elbows in and everything and it was yeah it's just like you've got a hold details, of, isn't it? Still, yeah exactly it's proper regal style i had a little touches me um there's a there's a nice reverse by martinez on deeb's submission um count was martinez is deep counting martinez's armbar and then locked the fingers which was and like joe joe by like she was trying to yeah, get the armbar yeah. on it so she's locked her own fingers so she can't get the armbar, which was nice. Um, they kept mentioning, saying, like, she got hit in the obliques. Hit her in the obliques. I don't even know what that means. Obliques is like... Uh, it's like uh, muscle in the in the ribs, I think. Uh, uh, never heard anyone like, say that in a bloke's match, so I just assumed it was like she's caught in <laughs> the chest or something. <laughs> it's an interesting call. You don't hear, like... Uh-huh. Like people saying stuff like that, like getting really into detail of what she's hurting and stuff like that. Those two are really good on commentary, though, aren't they? Let's be fair, they're really good. Yeah. They should be on Dynamite. Uh, then there was this proper weird kick exchange where they sort of sat down, basically, they were just kicking each other. And I'm like, fuck's the point in that? Uh, there was a big, big knee by Martinez, but she couldn't capitalize. Uh, there was a brutal top rope German with a very rough bump. And um, then um, to counter, Deeb bites her, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Um, then she it was Serenity Lock. Sorry, go on. I mean, I've, 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 that's the thing with Deep. Like, she's got like, she's not got like, she hasn't got like a defined <coughs> move set where it's like everything feels fresh and everything feels new with her. I think. I mean, I just feel like it's um, it's different. really interesting to watch her. Yeah. Yeah, um, very sorry, I was just googling oblique, uh, and I was completely wrong. It's not in the ribs. Um, I think it's uh, it's also it's like it's like the it's like the sort of upper five things like that. I think I don't know. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, it's an oblique reference. What can I say? <laughs> um, he puts a serenity lock on, and there's a good counter. Deep work, and then Deep starts working the knee. Um, she gives her a razor's edge for two and then puts the uh, grass city sleeper on and Serena Deeb taps it was a good war of, like a war of attrition kind of thing but the crowd is absolutely flat as a witch's tip for it and it's a shame because it was a decent match 
Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think I think the crowd really did hurt a couple of the matches, especially yeah. this one, because this was decent. Isn't it? What, 15, 16 minutes, something like that? I, can't, I don't know how, how exactly long it was, but decent one-on-one match to two guy two sorry two ladies that i quite enjoy watching um and like you said it 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 felt like a fight it felt like a struggle it wasn't it wasn't sort of what really overly stagey or anything like that it was it was just two sort of hard 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 ass women just fucking cracking each other um and a fun little thing i like i like uh mercedes is is finish as well i think it's looks fucking looks nasty um when she sort of cranks the neck back and then that's it game over yeah um i think it's cool i mean i like mercedes martinez i think i think they could do they could do well with her on the sort of main AEW sort of definitely because they struggle there, but... for top tier women like rose is decent dave's obviously the standout Britt baker's all right but and and what was the other one is it sheeda is it sheeda which one was the one that Cara had the match with, 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 with serena dave is that the one Karashida, yeah. I honestly, I get, I get, the, I get them all confused. I can't, you know. I know that ah, that sounds, that's yeah, racist. I know. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's not racist. It's just the names. I can't remember all the names. It's, 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 so yeah, Karashida is good. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I'm like. Uh, oh wait, no, wait, no, wait. Sorry, it was the other one. <laughs> the other what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's just an office reference. We're not, we're not bigoted. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was a good match. Bit of fun. A uh, bit of hard hitting stuff as well. And then we got to a match that I was looking forward to, but I was slightly disappointed with. To be fair, um, uh, Samoa Joe against Jay Lethal for the TV title. And I think I was mostly disappointed with it because it's been a really, really poor build. Really poor build. I thought um, the show was decent, but they didn't show any of that. The package was good. In the build. But, but they did well to get a good package out of it because it was a really poorly built match. Uh, most of the package was from about 10 years ago. <laughs> that's it, yeah. Uh, Joe was barely on TV for the last two or three weeks. I don't know what he was doing. I don't know if he was recovering from an injury or something. I mean, he does tend to get injured a lot. Um, so I think he was at home recovering, like prepared for this match. And I think that probably affected the match because it, it never really got going for me. Um, I just found that I found that I found that Joe was, was a couple of steps off and I'm not a big fan of this sort of little, little group Jay Lethal's put together and with his fucking seven foot geezer and, and, um, what's his face? Uh, Sanjay Dot, I do like, but I don't know if it needs to work in this sort of area. Yeah, but why, why, why does Jay Lethal? Jay Lethal's a decent talker. He doesn't need like a manager type character with him. I don't think. Maybe right. just have him with the bodyguard. I mean, I, he's not great. To look, he's not great anyway. But just have him like that sort of. He could be the Michaels, and the and the big bloke can be the Diesel in a way, if that makes sense. Like that. Not not in the same thing, but you know, sort of visually, like you've got the smaller guy with the big big back on. Uh, and Satnam Singh's much better than Diesel, so. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be putting him down. Come on, we're not talking about him today. Um, 
No, um, what do you reckon? Because I mean, like I say, I was slightly, slightly disappointed with it. I, I, I was as well, to be fair. Um, first thing I noticed was Lethal's music is absolutely horrendous. <laughs> so bad. Um, then you had like a shitty aisle brawl where none of the punches seemed to land, and then it, yeah. but it, it, it did start hot. Um, obviously the bell hadn't rung. So it's all outside guardrail, apron stuff, the usual kind of stuff. Uh, Lethal does his free dives. The bell's not gone. Um, he starts off like, st- uh, then he has uh, stiff shots and kicks by Joe. And Joe is over as fuck, the shouting Joe, oh, Joe, yeah. Joe. Um, then the average Carl E comes down. <laughs> Looks like he breaks breaks Joe's arm, but I, I don't think he did, obviously. Uh, I suppose psychologically it's sort of good heel work. It's not what I wanted from it. I, I get it. It's like we'll, we'll injure him because because as a heel, he doesn't think he can beat him one-to-one. Um, and it's all before the bell, so it's not like there's no DQ available. But yeah. it's just not what I wanted. I wanted, you know, I didn't want an angle match. I wanted them two to just go at it. I wanted um, like a, a swashbuckling, like, 10-minute match, just two quality guys going at it. It just didn't really get going like that for me. That's it. I mean, it started too hot for what the build-up had been. But, like, you've barely seen any of the build-up, so it's like, why does anyone care about this shit? Yeah. Um, obviously, the injured Joe's shoulder and arm, so he starts working Joe's shoulder and arm. Uh, there's a nice top rope drop kick by Lethal. Joe gets a few hope spots. Joe does a dive. Don't know why he needs to do that. Um, sort of... The emotion, there's emotion there, and it's like Lethal's fighting on emotion, and Joe's just fighting. Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah, it, it, but it just came across really flat. Um, yeah, that's the problem. Lethal does this lethal combination. There's a lovely sort of leg lariat off the top rope for two by Joe. Um, it wasn't like a leg drop, it was more like a clock, you know, like a Flying like leg clothesline off. type thing, yeah. yeah. Um, muscle buster counter, then he does the lethal injection for two. Sanjay Dutt distracts the ref and chucks a lead pipe out. Um, lethal lamps him with the belt, and then he gets uh, the old cookie clutch on him, and uh, he taps lethal just out of nowhere, which was odd, yes. Yeah, I didn't. I, the 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 lead the lead up to the finish was quite good. Like there was there was a nice trade off and things like that. Like you were just detailing yeah. then, and then it just yeah, just the no sell really, and then into like the, the 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 sleeper. It's like, come on, Joe, you're better than that, surely. I mean, you like know. you said, it, it got better. It did get better as it got on, but it was it was really flat, and it could have been built a hell of a lot better. It was it was built yeah. really poorly. It was. And that was, I think that was, it's a shame really, because they seem to just, they've just dropped the ball with Jay Lethal from minute one. Um, yeah. And even with Joe, they've done, a, they've done a few good bits with him, but even uh, he's sort of become an afterthought already, really, uh, which is such a shame because I love Joe. I love, Le- I love Jay Lethal as well. He's so much better than just being, for me anyway, he's so much better than just being lobbed in a little, little group like that. I mean, I know, I know that Sanjay Dutt's quite a sort of the decent-ish sort of manager heel or anything like that, but yeah. I don't know, I don't know. 
Um, I'd like to see Lethal go for the title against Claudio, to be fair, and and see that, if that could be a decent program. That's got that's got some quality about it. Uh, whether that's going to happen or not, I don't know, but probably going to have that match against Joe and Lethal maybe down the line. I don't know. Um, hopefully, they, if they do do it, they could do it better. Maybe do it on. Maybe they can just <laughs> actually have them interact on TV to actually build a match. Um, I, think, I think I think he probably would want to, but I don't think Ring of Honor have got TV at the moment, have they? Not at the moment. No. Um, I think that I think they're on about potentially having a TV deal or something like that, or I don't know, streaming package or something like that. But nothing yet. Uh, so it's just going to be pay per views for now, I think. Um, but then we got to the reason why I pretty much stayed up till four in the morning or whatever it was. You're, <laughs> you're, off, you're off your head for that. <laughs> I had to watch it live. Sorry, I just had to. Um, I didn't get a chance to watch the first one live, so I just wanted to sort of be in the moment. Uh, and for me, it was worth it. I mean, talking about possibly my favourite thing in the entire world of wrestling right now. Maybe in the maybe in the last ten years, maybe no, I've never sort of felt the connection with a with an act in wrestling as since sort of punk really, yeah. uh, quite closely associated with punk. So I don't know if that's any sort of correlation. Um, so FDR, Cash and Dax versus the Briscoes, who the fucking mustard as well. Let's be honest, we're talking about the two best tag teams on planet Earth. Don't care what anyone says about them. Those young bucks. Um, Jay Briscoe and Matt Briscoe, two out of three falls match, which was just genius. They, you know, that was such a good idea. <laughs> it was the, it was, I, I was so excited when they announced that. Um, what was your sort of feeling going into the match? Because we'd been sort of sending video packages and hype videos back and forth for a couple of weeks, really, hadn't we? Just the sort of, it was yeah. a real excitement about it. I was, I was just, it's, it's. There's not often these days, anyway, that I get excited to watch something <laughs> like I I would pay I would have paid money for that mm. any day of the week. Do you know what I mean? It's um it's just one of them things that they built themselves, and I'm glad they built it themselves because mm. if it had it had, had writers and agents and all this shit, then it wouldn't have been as good. No, it no. was it was it felt pure. It felt felt real. It felt legitimate. That sort of we we respect you, but what we want to do is beat you. Set like, your head off if we have to. Yeah, we want to show we're the we're the we're the best. Both of them. Do you know what I mean? Um, I was I was giddy as a kipper for it, as they say. Yeah, well, just that like that sit down thing they did with Caprice was great. Really serious, yeah. no bullshit comedy. Just fucking four hard as fuck blokes, just you know, discussing it. And and like you said, like two hundred Briscoes, like, yeah, like the Briscoes were saying, like you know, we don't give a fuck what star rating we got. We fucking lost the match. We could have got a one star and won the match, and we would have been happy and all this. Yeah, exactly. Just like completely abolishing the whole point of that stupid system. Um. It just, he just felt like it was just going to be an absolute classic from from the first bell, and it was. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to sort of? You can play by play the first fall if you like. All right. Um, 
the Briscoe's theme tune is an absolute fucking banger. Love it. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the top guys come with their uh, Ring of Honor kicks on. It, uh, it starts nice and methodical, feeling each other out. Um, Jay, Jay and Mark are going at it. And then um, a nice Japanese arm drag, 7.7 on the old steamboat. And uh, then Cash and Jay. FTR get the upper hand and the Briscoes regroup. Um, Dax, Dax reactions on the outside as Mark chops Cash were brilliant. His face was wonderful. Um, they do that elbow drop spot where he uh, hurt his shoulder the other week. Yeah. Um, and, and Dax sells the shoulder. Continuity. Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, quick tags by the Briscoes. They cut off the ring. They get heat on Cash. Uh, big power slam hope spot. Hot tag to cash to clean up um, two Germans on Jay and multiple pinning combinations for two and they were nice pinning combinations not like the yawn fest in the other match uh, <laughs> huge, huge lariat by cash on the apron and Jay clocks cash DDT for two fucking doomsday device on Dax Harwood and Jay knocks oh, he was gonna die. <laughs> and he lands straight on his napper for free. First fall to the Briscoes. And I'm like, oh, well, he's fucked. <laughs> Do you know what I, mean? <laughs> I think it, it was, was a, I think it was a nice touch giving the Briscoes the first fall because obviously, I think FTI were heavily favoured. You know, I think it's one of them where it's like, it gives that, that element of, I don't know, like the element of like, oh, right, okay, fair enough. Um, and like you said, that that Doomsday advice fucked me. Um, I think uh, I think uh, Cash, sorry, uh, Dax would have had to have had extensive uh, um, sort of concussion yeah. tests after 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 that thing. It was uh, fucking crazy. <laughs> but you know, for a five back, Dax has got just give me everything you got with this. Don't fucking don't pull it or anything like that. Maybe yeah, maybe I'll worry, I'll worry about it in the morning. <laughs> yeah, you, you know he's the type of bloke to do that. Um, yeah, I mean, it, could, it 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 was it was a nice slow start, wasn't it, to begin with? And then it just just the build, the build, the build, and then they never like they never went too fast or too hard at any point where it was like you feel like it's just getting ridiculous. You felt like it was a genuine fucking yeah. fight from minute one. Um, just just quality um and then obviously they give him sort of uh two or three minutes just to compose themselves as they sort of do in between the falls uh which i think which i think adds to it as well because it's like if they'd have just got up and went right let's have it again it would just look fucking stupid wouldn't it especially after a big big thing like that um, speaking of highly ridiculous just just uh just Gonna go through quickly uh, before we get into the second fall. Claudio Castagnoli versus Jonathan Gresham, three and a quarter stars. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Garcia versus Wheeler Uta, four stars. No. Dragon Lee versus Rush, four stars. Serena D versus Martha. Mercedes Martinez, three stars. That was well better than the Rush match. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Leaf for Samoa Joe, four stars. And how, many, how many stars did you uh, do you think uh, 
or Meltzer gave the main event? 4.75, something like that. No, we gave it five stars. Five stars? But, um, but let's put it in context. Every single Young Bucks match gets about four and a half to five stars. So, uh, I think I think Young Bucks got a five star match for the for a, a fifteen minute TV match against the, the fucking the Lucha Brothers a few months ago. Like <laughs> exactly. exactly, it's just fucking bollocks, isn't it? It's absolutely it's bollocks. bollocks. I just find it funny. We go to Melter Corner just to see <laughs> see see what the cool guys dictionary corner. Yeah. <laughs> If, uh, if anything was ever going to break your little five star scale, it's this one, isn't it? Jesus. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could you could have given each four five stars, probably. Um, um, remember, anything above four is just a bonus. Remember that. <laughs> um, yeah. So first four goes to the Briscoes. I thought it was a, I thought it was the right call to give it to them. To be fair, it adds that jeopardy for FTR. Um, do you want to take us through the second fall? I don't really have detailed notes, so I'll let you. I'll let you go through the play-by-play. I, for I, 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 I wasn't going to, and I had to rewatch it because I thought I can't. I can't go into <laughs> this blind. Um, <laughs> so, um, oh, Dax gets tonked basically. Why he started yeah. the second fall, I don't know. But uh, Mark takes out Cash. The chops are ruthless. Like he's pecked yeah. bleeding hard work. Yeah, that was. <laughs> That was fucking nasty, man. You don't He's see that. That was, su- that was such a cool visual. You just don't see shit like that, really, do you? No, them boys don't fuck about, Johnny. No. Not so really the Briscoes have got the upper hand, the, the sort of systematic breaking down of Dax Harwood. Um, he gets a suplex hope spot. Jay, Jay Briscoe's in. Dax gets cut off, but then gets two Germans. Um. He goes to tag, and Cash has been dropped, so he's like looking where the, where the fuck's my partner, which I enjoyed. Um, and then he's inches from the hot tag, and then Mark Briscoe drops Cash again. So he barely, and he's, it was just superb, just psychology. It's like, no, mate, we're going to fucking kill you now, and you can't get out <laughs> of it. And, um, and then he does the redneck boogie for two. Dax fights back, and an absolute fucking atomic nuclear hot tag plays pops. Um Dash comes in on a superb cleanup. Um I mean you just got you just, just let me put this in context. I've watched two hot tag cleanups in tag matches in the last week. One of them was this by Cash Wheeler and the other one was uh, Lex fucking Luger. So <laughs> so you know this, what spot the difference. One, yeah exactly he's like comes in with uppercuts, belly to belly, back elbow an absolute fuck-off lariat and then a brain buster gets a two. Glory special for two. What a move that is. Uh, Jay and Dax and Cash and Mark are all in the crowd. And, uh, and Coleman, Caprice Coleman was my favourite caller of the night. He's going, go for the Spanish announce table, not us. Go for the Spanish announce table, not us. laughing with all That was great. And then old Jay Briscoe clocked Cash Wheeler with the ring bell for two. Cash has got colour. Jay for does a Spicoli driver. Then uh, Mark does a frog splash onto him. Uh, Dax saves. Flapjack to the stairs uh, by Dax. And then uh, out of nowhere, the, the big rig, seamless for three. It was yeah. absolutely fucking spot on. 
banging, wasn't it? It was belting, wasn't it? Just like just the whole pace of the match was superb. Like it's like I was saying before, like they never they never went too too hard, too fast. It was always in their own time and they were just but it was all so it was all so hard hitting, like they were just beating the fuck out of each other. It was just but but still so professional at the same time, if that if, if that makes any sense. Like Yeah, they've clearly had a word of each other in the back and just said, Fuck it, right. Whatever go whatever happens, happens, let's just Let's just do it, yeah. And it it makes for so much of a better match. I know you can't do it all the time, but when you've got the big pay per view, the big match, just have that sort of trust in each other that you're going to get where you need to be. I think they've sort of they've they've got like that ultimate chemistry in the ring. It just works. It just clicks. Um, I mean, they never touched had they until that super kind of honor match, and that was fucking brilliant. And this one possibly surpassed it. Um, Sorry, it was well there. Yeah, Yeah, fair enough. Because, and another reason, them fucking little pricks didn't come out at the end. (laughs) Yeah, good point. Um, I mean, I'm I'm always going to get fucking a pop for for cash, just 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 popping off with shots, left, right, fucking suplexes. And we're talking about possibly the most underrated professional wrestler on planet Earth. And just Cash gets so much attention now, and rightly so, but Cash Wheeler's just fucking mustard, man. Cash is fucking mint. He really is. We're talking like smooth chocolate in the ring, but looks fucking hard as fuck. He fucking, he's got a great look. I mean, he's going to be overshadowed by Dax because Dax is, Dax is just as good, if not better. And he's got that sort of <laughs> that strange Bronson look that he has, and, and he's got he's got a great promo on him. He, uh, to be fair to Cash, he doesn't have an amazing promo, but Dax does. Um, but but Cash is great as well. He, he just shines in these longer matches. You get the chance to have those massive pops for him. Um, great second fall again. It was just. I was just, yeah, I mean, we're talking at four or five o'clock in the morning. I'm, it's hard to stay that, that late watching professional wrestling, but I was well and truly. I'm, I'm, I'm getting excited for it. Yeah, I was well and truly edge of my seat, you know, just getting into every single move pretty much. It was fucking brilliant. So we go one to one at one each after two falls, and we go to the decider, as you sort of expected it would be. But. I think it was possibly the best of the of the two of the three of the three falls for me. What do you reckon? I just think it. Look, I just think I didn't break it down into three falls. I just watched this absolutely the entire match. Yeah, masterpiece evolving in front of my eyes. Um, so uh, Matt Matt Briscoe's busted open, and the and so so Cash obviously, and they're just proper nutting each other. Like yeah. like come on, come on, let's fucking have it kind of thing. There's like there's genuine like anger in the face, like headbutts, forearms, chops are all savage. Uh, gives him an exploder to to cash, and he gives one to Dax. Redneck kung fu, and he has a blockbuster outside to Dax. I fucking love that move. Um, and he counters the jade jade driller into a power driver. Dax, this is Dax for two. I let that slide. Um, <laughs> do, doomsday countered, and an unintentional ref bump. Not a massive fan of the ref bump, but you know when it's done right, it's done right, and it was yeah. done right here. Um, Jay Driller, no ref, 
that visual pinfall we had him for about seven down um jay fights back springboard into the big rig again no no ref he had him down for about five until the ref gets back into count yeah. so they've both got visual pinfalls there um and but then they say the first ever person to kick out of the big rig but technically there's no ref and he, he had him down for five seconds so you know i yeah. got an out on that one um and another fuck, he takes another doomsday that I would the mad bastard, but kicks out of it. I mad. thought that was, I thought that was done. Yeah, madness. <laughs> it was great. Uh, at this point, I'm like, fucking come on, like Joe, get proper yeah. going for it. Um, and then, and then these gimpy gimp start chanting with the fucking fight forever. And this is wrestling. I have I fucking hate that shit. <laughs> it's, it's awful. We all know what it is, dickhead. And if you if they fought forever, they both they all four of them would be dead, and you'd be bored as fuck, and you'd want feeding. Do you know what I mean? It's just <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. It's an absolute war of attrition. This, and I mean, in the best part, you get wars of attrition where it's just like drawn drag on out. Shite, yeah. yeah, this was edgy. You see, this is what the edgy you see was made for. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Jay and Dax fist fighting like jukes so up boxing. In the ring, yeah, that big was Larry. Great. Yeah, that it was, was man. It was awesome. Like, that. It was like it's like watching a bare knuckle fight. It was great. Um, big Larry by Dax to start trading pins. He, he puts him in a camel clutch, and for a brief second, because he had a cut above his eye, you had an Austin, Austin. visual. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously ball dead, and it was yeah. And then um, and then Mark clutches cash, and he broke. The, the highlight of the match, they both grab each other's hand to stop each other tapping. What yeah. a fucking visual that was. That's, That's like possibly one of the best things thing. I've seen in a match in 10 years, maybe more. Like, unbelievable. Absolutely brilliant. And they get a road break, and I just put, fuck me, this is a masterpiece. Yeah. Um, massive, massive back superplex sends Cash and Mark through a table. Um, didn't just break in half. It's it's fragmented. Splinted, it didn't it? Like, yeah, <laughs> it, it was fucking great. Then he then uh, old Jay Briscoe gets the Jay Driller for two. Dax looks absolutely fucking cooked. Absolutely mm. cooked. And they have a bit a bit more bit of back and forth. And he can't because he couldn't get him up for the Jay Driller. He's like he's like dead weight, dead weight. And then they're up on the top rope, and he gives him a fucking top rope pile driver for fuck's sake yeah and then yeah. Dax is that, that fucked he just falls on him and three yeah. and what a, finish, what a finish Jay 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 Briscoe should have left in an ambulance after yeah. that for me but fucking hell that's just nitpicking yeah. it was phenomenal the, the best match I've seen this year the best match I've seen in about fucking ten years um Caprice Coleman says the best, the best tag team on the planet. Not wrong. Two best on the planet, and <laughs> yeah, we're just top of the mountain, aren't they? And there was another, but there was another fun match. There's another fun part that you didn't. I don't think you mentioned. Uh, you know, I could be wrong. There was that part where uh, Dax was like on the shoulders. I think it was. I think it was Jay. Oh, he was shouting, yeah. <laughs> he was shouting for cash, push it, please, cash, push it, and all this. I think that was a. I think that. I think that was just like. I don't know if they'd fucked up or something. They fucked the spot up, or it was just the only way to sort of sh- like 
get it to sound real. <laughs> you know, when like you watch like someone fuck a spot up and they're like talking to each other, it it didn't feel like that. I think it was like that desperation thing because um, they were setting him up obviously for the the doomsday again. Like you said, just that third Paul in it was like a it was like a three act movie with like the perfect third act. Um, just like the things like the 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 bare knuckle stuff. Just two fucking sluggers going at it in a bar fight or something like that. The the visual of the hand on hand, you know, grabbing each other. Look, you're not gonna fucking tap. Not not a chance. Just brilliant. Just pure like pure like love and support for your tag team partner. You don't like that's not you just don't see that anymore anyway. And like you said, the finish was just that bit where you were saying like you're shouting for cash. What made my night. Because Cash Wheeler's uh, real name is Dan. Yeah. He's just shouting, Dan! Dan! <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not heard me. He's not heard me. Dan! <laughs> um, yeah, that was brilliant. Um, and then, like you said, the finish was just nasty. Nasty, nasty, nasty. And you could easily fuck Ooh. that move up, but they did Easy. it perfect. And, and like you said, the way he just sort of he literally just rolled over himself, didn't he? Because that's all he could do to get a cover. It was fucking men, and just it just it fed into the fact that these boys had been at it for forty plus minutes or whatever it was. Yeah. And it and not just... a single box in sight. No, no, no. Um, don't don't slag them off if they did though. Um... <laughs> exactly. Um, absolute masterpiece. Like you said, you. You probably said it superseded the supercard on a match, probably. I mean, I'd have to watch them again, sort of close to each other, to find to really decide. But two best matches of the year, easily. And then a great fucking promo after as well. Brilliant. Motherfucker, I love professional wrestling. He's just on fire, isn't he? With those like absolute, just pure fired up babyface promos that he just gets. He's just saying what he means, end of the day. Yeah, he's just get a live mic and he can just say what the fuck he wants. Obviously, he's been talking about his daughter and stuff like that. And I just, just can't get enough of them. Really can't. They are just superb. Well, just the problem don't... is, that's our one's going to end up being the Michaels. Yeah, well, how long does it take until maybe he gets that singles run? I, I don't know. I hope not. I hope not, but... I don't know. I, I still think they've got legs in them as a tag team. They need to win those AEW belts back, but I don't really know where yeah. they're going with that. I think they just need to be the best tag team win for the next ten years. If they go, <laughs> if they carry on on this trajectory, they could. They generally could go down as, if not top three, top two tag best tag teams of all time. Funnily enough, on the media scrum, someone asked them about that. And he said exactly what I said when you asked me about a month ago. Yeah. About, uh, they didn't, they, they've not worked anywhere near like the other yeah. guys. Do you know what I mean? And and and, and he, he makes a good point. Do you know why he makes a good point? Because I made that point, and my points are always good. Do <laughs> <laughs> you see as well, actually, in that media scrum where they were sort of asking him about, you know, sort of criticism from former wrestlers and things like that, and he came out with like, he came out with one of the most mature and just level-headed responses you could possibly get. He, he mentioned Cornette and some of us as well, uh, uh, Booker T, whoever. Um, he said, look, you know, these guys paved the way and 
if they've got criticisms for me, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fucking slag them off and put kick my toys out of from a la fucking Kenny Omega. Uh, I'm gonna take it on board. I'm gonna take it on board because these guys fucking know what the fuck they're talking about. Um, exactly, and that's also a thing at Meltzer because he fucking sees his ass if anyone slags off his boys, and Meltzer's not paved the way for fuck all. Well, he's paved the way for every dickhead who watches wrestling to class themselves as a wrestling journalist. You know, we we watch wrestling, we're not fucking journalists. No, no, obviously not. But. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it was just, I think they just come across as like, in a world of just, in a strange, strange business where there's so many people so far up their own asses. And yeah, I mean, I think in a way they have got that about them. They are egocentric. They are obviously, but they've, they've, they've really sort of become really humble in a way in the last two to three years. Yeah. I don't think, I think that's just because they've had the opportunity to just, you know whether they've been booked well or not over the last however how long they've been in AW, they've they've, they've always pretty much had the opportunity to do the things they want to do and, and be the people they want to be. Whereas they they didn't really have that previously. They had like a chip on their shoulder, didn't they, when they were in WWF and NXT and things like that? Because they knew how good they were, but now they've been allowed to show how good they are. And yeah. They, you know, even even though they've had questionable booking, but not nowhere near as much as they had on on Raw. But you no. know they've had like they, they have been not held down a bit, but they've been sort of put aside for more indie-rific sort of acts like the books and the fucking best friends and all that shit, and yeah. the Lucha Brothers and all this stuff. <laughs> and now they're just saying, "All right, fuckers, we'll show you week in week out how good we are." And you know we ain't fucking here to we ain't here to play. <laughs> Look at the adjective. <laughs> <laughs> we could uh we could talk about that match for bloody hours couldn't we but um yeah just quality and i think the i think the saddest thing about it is though the briscoes are pretty much never going to be on aw tv it's just, just sad really um, um, sammy guevara went on his fucking train his, his therapy session and he's back on it you know what was it? Was was it something to do with some ill ill time tweets or something? I can't remember about, what it was. Yeah, something to do with like he was in New York City in the middle of Pride, and then obviously yeah. he's from like from Hick Town, Jay Briscoe, and he'd never seen anything before. And I think it's just his wording was shit, and I think yeah. he has since apologised to it and for it sorry uh i'm not saying what he said was right by any stretch of the imagination it wasn't but oh, God. that's yeah. la- I, I think that's more lack of education and been indoctrinated religions as well yeah i mean it, people can change as well obviously you, just, you, you know you don't know you'd like to think he doesn't have that ideology now but i hope not you know how many people that are on that show that... anybody like that Possibly, yeah. I mean, what was it like? You said, like you just said, then Guevara said he'd rape Sasha Banks yeah, or something like that, and yeah. he was back after six months or whatever it was. Not even that. Um, and there's, and you've got you've got Jericho's wife storming the bloody capital uh-huh. and all this, and uh-huh. you know <laughs> Jericho the flat earther and all that shit. Exactly, it's it's odd. Um, and I'm sure they've had other people. They've had that. They've had the what's his face on it as well. That one. Who's that one? That idiot who does that. Nick Gage. Uh, yeah. 
Or the paedophile like uh, guy that they borrowed a ring off Kenny Omega's mate. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, like having more sinister. Dick Gage, like what? He's a drug drug addict, bank robber. Doesn't get much bad any worse than that, does it? You know, a couple of dodgy tweets. Fair enough. Ten years ago, just get over it. Let them, let them on the TV. They've got so much value. They made amends for it, from what I can gather, anyway. And I think, like, like I said a minute ago, it was more lack of education and been sort of indoctrinated in like a in a Christian household. That yeah, and now they've sort of been more educated and they've learned and and they've learned what's you know cool and what's not cool. Yeah, it's probably not going to get resolved. I don't think. I know they signed on for, for Ring of Honor for a multi-year deal, but whether we'll ever see about AEW TV, I I highly doubt it. I highly mm. doubt it. Apparently, there's some sort of executive who's not keen on him or something. I don't know. Um, no, I think I think it's like one of the TV executives. Apparently, yeah. one of the people who runs this Discovery or whatever this new merger. Um, it's a shame, but. You know, if we get to see them and FTI go at it, every, you know, maybe not every year, but every so often, it's still going to be a good thing, isn't it? Um, but yeah, that was it, really. Uh, any any further thoughts on the pay-per-view? I just thought we get... Uh, well, I don't know if we'll ever get a third match out of them because there's no rubber, is there? But, but they can argue, if, if they want to do, do it, they can argue, well, we got a visual pin, we should have won that. You know, if the ref yeah. won down, we would have won that. Which, you know, but where can you go after start of three falls, really? Best out of five. Yeah, well, that's it. You don't want to gimmick it up, do you? You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Ladder matches matches and shit like that. Ladder matches and no holds barred and all that shit. You don't want to get, you just want wrestling matches off them because they are the best wrestling matches we've got at the moment. Yeah, that's it. Especially considering Danielson's been out for a while and Punk's not been, Punk's been fucked for a few months. Yeah, I mean, that's the only things that really get me excited for watching wrestling, a bit of FTR these days, um, which is quite sad, really. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, I think we'll pretty much wrap it up there, I think, unless you've got anything else to add. Any, any... <coughs> no, no. Uh, just that um, we will be uh, delving into uh, our main show, you know, uh, audio permitting after our little incident today. But, you know, we'll, we'll go into that on Monday. Um, who knew this shit was this difficult, eh? Um, we'll be delving into the hog wild, and um, no matter how flat the crowd was to Ring of Honor, they're nowhere near the cunts that the crowd was at hog wild, so <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> so, um, without further ado, uh, if there's no further business, Marcos, we'll uh, we'll Dickie Slater. See you later. <laughs>